Good afternoon, welcome to Emmett Audio. I forget what episode this is. I don't know, like 136, maybe? <clears throat> Today's kind of a crossover episode between the Wooden Spoon Geek Out and my uh, the other more business-related stuff that I do because I'm going to relate this heavily to the spoons for a moment. And this is this thing that I've realized recently, which is that what we call skill is, to my mind, about 90% composed of these two things, which is, do you have the right tools for the job? And do you have as good a tool for the job as you can get? And the other part that composes the 90% is, do you understand the process of doing the thing and how using your tool, how the process of using your tool has all these nuances. And I think that those two things, the tools you have and the process you bring to bear with those tools comprise, like I said, 90% of what we think of as skill. And I say this not to ruffle feathers or have an argument, but simply as an empowering statement because I think we put too high an emphasis on somebody's skill or innate talent. Um, and the reason I think it's too high is because so often when, when we phrase it that way, we get to a place where we feel like, um, where we feel like, how to describe this? Like you've either got it or you don't, right? That there's some, there's just some natural born talent that you've got. Or that somebody put in so many hours and that it's the number of hours they put in that matter or that lead to their result. And I honestly don't think it's much of either of those. Do both those things help? Yes. Do they play some factor? Yes. But the vast majority of the difference that I have seen in the change in my own work, my own carving, has come from improving the tools that I bring to bear on the process and improving my understanding and articulation of that process. This is why teaching has been so valuable to me because every time I teach somebody, I learn something new in trying to articulate the process to them in a way that they understand. Everybody understands things differently. And so in my struggle to articulate the process to my students, I understand it better and better and more clearly. And I can see the areas where I am weak and I can see the areas where I have creative breakthroughs. Um, But it's being able to articulate that process that helps me follow it and when you follow a process with the tools that will give you certain results in this case let's call them knives the knives that I have give me certain results and the process that I apply the knives creates those results now I think the 
there's this fuzzy area that comes down next, right? Where people's sense of line and proportion and all that comes into play. But I also think that that's something that can be learned. If you, again, study it, try to articulate what it is that you like and what you don't like. Give yourself the, the, the vision to see exactly what it is that you like in a curve and like in a, in a, in a corner and think about those things. I think that's what it boils down to because if you put skill on a pedestal, then you feel like either you just need to put in your time, which I don't think is true. I think it's possible to put in your time carving. And if you don't apply trying to understand a process, and if you don't improve the quality of your tools, you will be relatively stuck. Or I think we put skill on a pedestal and we say, oh, it's, you know, some people have it and some people don't. And I'm enjoying the process, but I don't have the skill that that person has. And I don't think that that's true either. I think this is accessible to everyone. And I think that the sooner we acknowledge that, the sooner we can help create a help create a, a how to describe this. The sooner we can help create a a system of understanding craft and craftsmanship from a place that is open to everyone. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.